Miracy. It's nothing to do with how we work with our clients. It's nothing to do with tap dancing on their pain motivators and how terrible your life or your business is because you don't have us. It's the promise. It's the promised land, if you like. Hello, and welcome to Blowing Up, the podcast that shows entrepreneurs like you how other businesses exploded in the best possible way. I'm Linda Claire Puig, the founder and CEO of Six Figure Newsletters. And I'm here with my co-host, Ari Eni, the head of strategy for the ACES Business Acceleration Program at Mercy. Hey there, Linda. In each episode of Blowing Up, we showcase an entrepreneur whose business, yes, blew up, but experienced what seemed to be a sudden success. But as we all know, that kind of success is not random or a fluke. The company employed a specific strategy that caused its rapid rise in revenue. So today we're going to dive into that strategy so that you can learn from it and determine how you might apply elements of it to your business. In this episode, we discover the power of webinars, which are a frequently used tool for rapid growth in your business, but not just any kind of webinar. We're talking about what are known as demonstration webinars and how to use them to get in front of thousands of people by using other people's networks. Our guest is Tom Poland. Tom is a best-selling author who started his first business at age 24 and has since started and sold four others, generating multiple millions. Now he wants to show you exactly how to generate all the new leads and client inquiries that your business needs in just one hour a day, or is it month? (laughs) He comes to us from his home on the sunny beach in Australia. Welcome to Tom. Now let's jump right into the conversation. If you want to build your email list, the sweet spot to me is the webinar. Mm -hmm. It's asking people to put an hour of their time. That's their skin in the game. And if they're prepared to do that, the ones that do show up have very serious intent to solve the problem you can solve. In our case, it's we position the webinar as a demonstration, not a free training, but it's a demonstration of how I work with my clients in 151 cities around the world to generate a weekly five high quality new client inquiries using webinars in just one hour a month. Now, That's a long title, but the thing is, it's not a USP. It's not uh, a dinner party conversation. It's visual. Mm -hmm. And so you get more real estate to play with in a title than you do with a verbal exchange. People can assimilate more. Social media is kind of like speed dating. (laughs) You're going to sit in front of me for two minutes and figure out if you want to go any further or not. Probably not. Ding, next please. Boom. So the webinar is kind of like a first date, right? There's not a lot of skin in the game. There's some. I'm going to have to spend some time with this person. It's not as much skin in the game as a physical event, and I still right. love doing physical events, mm-hmm. but I got a bit lazy maybe. Because the thing with a physical event is you go into a room and psychologically you feel like you're locked in until the person finishes speaking. It's right. kind of rude to stand up and walk out. <laughs> and we've all endured those one-hour events that turned out to be a 40-minute sales pitch, and you still feel a bit awkward. But a webinar, yeah, you don't click, I'm gone. No one even notices. The best source of relatively high quality new prospect is other people's networks because it's free, sustainable, and high quality. Mm-hmm. The sweet spot to get the ones that are seriously intent on solving their problem is the webinar because it doesn't ask for too little skin in the game and it doesn't ask for too much. Right. And the webinar, I'm assuming, is informational. It's good content. It's not a 40-minute sales pitch. Correct. More specifically, it's a demonstration. I would like for you to be very clear to differentiate between webinar and the demonstrations that you teach. 
Okay, so the normal free training has come to be associated by and large with Gingsu steak nights, countdown timers. If you don't buy before the webinar ends, the sky will fall in. But if you do, <laughs> you'll get this massive discount and so on. So it's that whole hyped up fever pitch promotion thing, which all of us feel like putting our finger down our throat with. Let's not do that. <laughs> the thing is, it's still a marketing event. And it's, so it's not a training event, a very different objectives. With a training event, I want to impart information and upskill people. Mm-hmm. With a marketing event, I want to have everyone walk away really happy that they came and spent an hour with me or one of our people. And so the brand association is strong. Whether they buy, whether they don't, they've got value. They've got fresh ideas that can help them. But after that, and that is the most important objective, I want people, the right people, to reach out and book a time to talk about becoming a client. Clear. We don't hide that fact. The agenda features the last item, which is where to from here right. or how it can work with us or whatever else it is. So it's very transparent. So persuasion secret starts with the title. The title has to be right to attract the right people. If you get the title wrong, you attract the wrong crowd and no one wins. Number one objective is to convince people that you can deliver on the promise and the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a demonstration of your professional ability as much as it is anything else. So, so why listen to me straight off the bat? Here's my experience. Here's my history. Maybe uh, a couple of case studies. People not only want to know that you've been successful at what you're teaching, but they also want to know that your clients mm. have been successful. Mm-hmm. And that's where the short one slide, 10 second case studies can come in. You know, here's a business coach. There's a name. This is a market. This is what he or she said. One short sentence. Boom. That's really important. So why listen to me? The promise. What's the promise? So the promise, again, is, is typically one slide. And it paints a picture of the transformation that the prospect or audience member would experience if they put this into place. It's nothing to do with how we work with our clients. It's nothing to do with tap dancing on their pain motivators and how terrible your life or your business is because you don't have us. It's the promise. It's the right. promised land, if you like. And then we've got proof. So if you're an experienced operator, then you'll have client testimonials and you might have screenshots of bank accounts or weight loss before and after photos or whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be. And then we go to the demonstration, which is the heart of this is how I work with my clients. And it's always three parts. It doesn't matter if you've got a 51-step process or program, you boil it down to three parts because people will only comprehend three. If you go to four parts to your process, then you'll lose 25% of your audience. By the time you get to seven parts, you've lost 80% of your audience. And it should be clear and simple. And if a 12-year-old can't understand it, it's too complicated. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the last section of the agenda, which is what does it look like if we work together? And the call to action is to book a time to have a chat about becoming a client. These are some of the highest quality leads you'll ever have. And you're going to convert 80, 90% of them because being to the webinar, they're well-educated, they're motivated. They're really just coming to that meeting, wanting to hear you say, yeah, we should work together. Like essentially, yes, it'll work for you too. Exactly. Specifically, we always give people a reason to book that consult on the webinar. It's a free bonus module. It's a free session or something, but there's a reason that you should act now. And, and look, no is fine. Yes is fine. Just make a decision. And here's a good reason. I call it the bridge of insanity. Psychiatrists tell us there's a split moment of insanity between consideration and commitment. And we don't like that feeling where our brain goes nuts for a split second. So we try to procrastinate. Mm, right. So we give people a reason to book the consult on the webinar. And on the consult, we give them a reason to go forward now, albeit there's a seven-day free look. If they change their mind, there's money-back guarantee and so on. So different ways of doing it. But you always want to give people a reason to make a decision, not a manipulative arm twisting, but 
still a legitimate and ethical reason to make a decision now and no is fine, yes is fine. You said you developed this over 11 years. That's kind of a slow blowing up. (laughs) Was there a period of time when you saw more growth than others by using this system? We really hit the jackpot in 2016. That's when things really exploded. It was the transition from those very physical world of marketing to the digital world in the form Mm. of webinars that Mm. took time to crack. 2016 was the year where the OPM, I'd figured enough about that, the fact that all email lists are not created equal, because once we cracked the OPM thing, we were doing webinar swaps, I guess the simplest way. I promote someone else's webinar, they promote mine. So that was 2016, where you felt like everything gelled. You had your system for the demonstration webinars, for how to predict what a joint venture partner can and cannot do in terms of driving traffic. Yeah. And so what did you notice that changed in your life once that was solid for you? I had a lot of anxiety around how was I going to pay a mortgage? How are we going to get holidays? Because there was no money for that. Mm -hmm. And I had previously had a very successful business, but here I was reinventing myself. And I don't like spending money out of reserves. Mm -hmm. We want to do this stuff out of cash flow. So that was a big thing that changed was Mm -hmm. that I could sleep well. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally sleep well. We now live in a private resort. There's a tennis court, there's 50-foot swimming pool, there's guest houses, there's small lakes, there's rainforests. And that's all through marketing with webinars, through OPN. Mm-hmm. And I work a three-and-a-half-day week. I mean, folks, if you can drive a car or clear emails, you can run webinars because both of those things are far more complicated than running a webinar. Mm-hmm. So I think the place that people are probably going to be having the most questions is like, I'm starting out with the very small email list. I want to start leveraging other people's networks. Where do I find those people who would be willing to promote me and would find a value for me to promote them? Right. So finding them is probably the easiest thing in the world. You just go to Google and you search for the word webinar and then describe your target market. And you'll come up with a gazillion hits of people are running webinars into your audience. You then refine it Mm -hmm. because remember, we want email lists that are reasonably closely aligned to your service or product. I'd go webinar, small business sales, or webinar, small business marketing, because that's going to bring up the people who have email lists that are more closely aligned to our email list. So finding them is easy. And then you need to qualify them. You need to make sure they're still actively running webinars. Mm -hmm. You want to work with nice people. You want to work with people that are not so different from you ethically or hype merchants, the BS artists. What about the people who say, I have eight people on my list. How could I be a partner? How could I provide value to that person? Yeah. Well, the first thing I'd say is you need a great presentation because regardless of your email size, people won't want to or shouldn't want to promote you unless their subscribers are really happy that you were promoted by that person. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. The quality of the content that you're exposing people to is really important. That said, equalization strategy number one is you can offer affiliate commissions. Mm -hmm. Now, that won't pass muster for most of the OPM partners that are more interested in reciprocation. So the first thing you should do is run a webinar with three panelists. And the three panelists each have a specialty that's in your wheelhouse. So if you're weight loss, it's probably health and well-being. If you're sales, it's probably something to do with marketing or lead generation or conversion. So pick three specialists are in your wheelhouse. And the entry ticket to be on the panel is to email their list with two emails saying, hey, I'm going to be on a panel and you want to come along to the webinar. So the listener who's listening to this is going to be the facilitator. So they will legitimately harvest all the webinar registrants from those three panelists. Right. What's in it for the panelists 
is that they get a soft offer to the whole audience. Well, now we've got two-thirds of the audience that on average is likely to be not on their list. So we've got the entry ticket and we've got their motivation so that anyone who registers saying, hey, thanks so much for registering. Um, you're now officially on our email list. And if you don't like that idea, please just unsubscribe here for all future mailings. It's, as soon as the event's done, they get that email. And you have the unsubscribe link, top of the fold, really clear. And then immediately, but if you choose to stay subscribed, here's all the cool stuff that's going to be coming your way. We're going to run events every month, if not every week. Don't worry, you can always unsubscribe at the bottom of every email. And so with that webinar panelist strategy, you're likely to be able to generate a quality list because the reason they've signed for the webinar is, is aligned to the reason they might want to buy from you, remember, because we've got the three specialists in a similar space to you. So it's a quality list and you can have two, three, four, five hundred, which is enough to get into the OPM game. Mm -hmm. But please, please, please understand that the purpose of your email list is not to sell your stuff. It's to open the door to other email lists. I've heard you say that before, Tom. Really important, you guys. Once every 90 days, you can promote your list, you know, your webinar, your book, whatever else. Any more than that, they start going, eh, I mean, you're good, but are you that good? <laughs> so if you understand that the purpose of your list is promote other people's cool free content too, that opens the door to 50 email lists a year. So you get to choose. Do you want to promote your stuff to one email list a year, yours, or to 50? The numbers kind of speak for themselves. So you grow your list. And you indoctrinate the subscribers right off the bat to say, you're going to get lots of high quality offers from us, nothing to buy, just free, cool quality stuff. If you're in for that, hold on to your seats because you're going to get a lot of them. And we would probably send five, six, seven emails out every week. 70% of our new subscribers unsubscribe within 90 days. That's profitable. Just set up the list so that you understand that it's built around your strategy as opposed to building a strategy around the list. So let's talk. Tom can pack more information into a single minute of speech than anyone else I know. That was super helpful. Two important takeaways. Number one, the most important objective of a demonstration webinar is for the right people to book a time to talk with you about becoming a client. And two, perhaps a startling realization for some of you, the main purpose of your email list is not to sell your stuff. It's to open the door to other people's email lists. Thank you so much to Tom for his time and his time-tested expertise. And be sure to get Tom's gift to you, his book, Marketing with Webinars. Get more clients in only one hour a month. I've read it and it's excellent. This book shows you how to create a quality subscriber list fast, how to double your webinar results with a five-day multi-format follow-up method, and tons more very practical advice and instruction. You can grab your copy of it right away at blowingup.rocks forward slash Tom. That's blowingup.rocks forward slash Tom. This episode of Blowing Up was produced by Linda Claire Puig. Cynthia Lamb is our managing producer and Danny Eni, our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. To make sure you catch all the really great episodes of Blowing Up, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. 
And if you like the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a starred review or share the show with a friend. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Miracy. I certainly am willing to admit what I don't know. I tend to hold my truths lightly. I try not to have, you know, very firm convictions because I recognize that when you move up an organization, your information is limited because you have a greater breadth of responsibility. I'm Sharon Richmond. I'm an executive coach and consultant with more than 30 years experience working with C-level executives. To Lead as Human is the podcast for you if you want to supercharge your leadership by bringing all of yourself into your role. Listen as our guests reveal their hard-won lessons and share their deep humanity. I think the turning point for me was when I realized that I want people to tell me what they think, and they're afraid. They were, honest to God, afraid to tell me things. It's like, I checked all the damn boxes, but I am so alone, and I'm so unhappy. I'm burning myself out. And when I started looking at, like, you know, my fears, going into the shadows, sharing it with others, the very thing that would be a nightmare for most people in the workplace is the very thing that led me to my dreams. My guests know that the influence they have as top leaders comes with an equal measure of responsibility for all their stakeholders. They not only deliver great results for their customers and investors, they do so by building organizations that provide purpose, meaning, and a healthy work environment for their employees. One of the hallmarks of good leadership is clarity. If there isn't clarity around the goals, that creates confusion, that that creates chaos what's the end goal, what are we trying to achieve, and that makes people's jobs more purposeful, and people are clearly enjoying that. People who are making their own decisions, they're significantly more motivated in doing what they're doing. Yeah, I've really seen the maturity and growth of those individuals, and I think that we've now kind of really been able to create a lot of autonomy and give people a lot of freedom to do their best work. So not rocket science, nothing too crazy, but... uh, You know, that was definitely a journey. I hope you'll join us every other week as we talk with these inspiring leaders and learn from the very human challenges and successes they've experienced on their own leadership journeys. And you ask me questions that I was like, gosh, I'm not sure I know what my values are. So I know they're there, but I'm not sure that they're articulated. So thanks for asking me those questions. They were hard.